Dear listeners, you're hearing today to Actors CR 90.4 MHz, Bangalore's first and only community radio station. Myself, R.J. Apoorwa. Today, on Active Health, you're going to hear about the state-level webinar on the topic Proven Efficacies of Micronutrients in Wellness Through Ages. This webinar is hosted by the makers of Wellmen and Wellwomen and is supported by Mayor Vitabiotics. I would now like to introduce a very special speaker, Dr. Rekha Rajendra Kumar, a MBBS, MD, DNB, FIGOC, FICMCH, Pigidomile, Fellow Reproduction Medicine, London Medical Director, Miracle IVF Hospital and Chandana Hospital. It gives me immense pleasure to have such an eminent doctor with us today who would address us on the proven efficacies of micronutrients and its wellness through the ages. Over to you, ma'am. Is the founder and chairman of Vitabiotics. He is a bioscience inventor who has successfully commercialized his own inventions. Mayor Vitabiotics is one of the leading pharmaceutical manufacturers in India. Mayor has created unique portfolio of products for addressing the needs of men and women. In today's scenario of COVID-19, we have realized that the micronutrients and vitamins play a major role for stronger immunity. For this, Mayor offers a total healthcare therapy in the form of well-man and well-woman for men and women containing essential micronutrients and vitamins A, C, D, B6 and B12 with folic acid which contribute to the normal function of the immune system. So today, Mayor Vitabiotics provides a unique platform to connect, engage and create an avenue towards robust exchange of information on proven efficacies of micronutrients in wellness through the ages under the guidance of the leading and eminent speakers Dr. Rekha Rajendra Kumar and Dr. H.N. Rajendra Kumar. Now I'd like to introduce our eminent speaker for the today. Dr. Rekha Rajendra Kumar is a medical director and IVF consultant at Miracle IVF Hospital, Chandana Hospital and Gynec Endoscopy Center at Bangalore. She is the speaker, chairperson, moderator, panelist in more than 300 states, national and international. She is an ex-postgraduate teacher of MS Ramaya and Bangalore Baptist Hospital. She has many accolades to her credit. She is an All India Topper for ICOG. Thank you, organizers. Thank you, Mayor Pharma. And more than anything, thank you, participants, on taking time on this Sunday morning for listening to our talk. It will be a brief talk on proven efficacies of micronutrients through ages. Being a fertility specialist and gynecologist all these years, I would like to speak more on women issues. In the sense, why do we need micronutrients as women through all the age groups? Of course, the nutritional needs of a woman change with age. It's just common sense. As all of us know, young girl, a toddler, needs more energy because she'll be bubbling. She'll be doing a lot of activities, unlike an old woman who is an octogenarian, where she needs less of nutritional needs and her calorie requirements are less. Why do we need these nutrients? Nutrients and micronutrients. What are what is the vital role of these important elements to our body? Why do we need them? Because 
in their absence or the deficiency of these micronutrients cause all the problems which I have displayed in this slide. The general problems can be the headache, palpitation, not able to sleep. We don't know the reason. Otherwise, she is physically very healthy, but she can't sleep. The stomach upset. So many things can happen when the proper diagnosis cannot be made because the physician thinks of the deficiency of these nutrients as last. And behavioral problems, unnecessarily she cries, mood swings do happen. Angry, suddenly she gets angry. And the smoking problems start. Sometimes they cannot avoid smoking. The social withdrawal, she doesn't want to mingle with family. She doesn't want to attend the social events. The emotional problems related to the same, like anxiety, depression, mood swings, irritability. She feels burnt out and she feels very insecure for no reason. They are vulnerable to hereditary diseases. Many diseases do appear. Example, carcinoma of the endometrium, carcinoma of the breast, the ovarian cancer. These are the cancers which are very hereditary. They run in families. So they become all the more vulnerable when they are nutritionally deficient. And there are flare-up of chronic diseases, maybe bowel diseases or lung diseases, some chronic diseases like autoimmune disorders, the inflammatory disorders of the joint. These are the chronic diseases which may flare up which would have gone into separate which are the ones that contain like the essential fatty acid is the primrose and the star flower oil but the topic was related to only infertility but today it is over the span of so many years that is a throughout the age of the woman. Now, why do we need these micronutrients? Because they have got a lot of important and vital function. The bearing of these vitamins ultimately keeps our physical and mental health in a good state. So it maintains the healthy hormonal balance in the body. As all of us know, there are a lot of hormones like a thyroid hormones, we call it as a TSH or adrenocortical hormones. There are so many hormones that orchestra of this hormone that is the interrelationship between these hormones should be in a very cordial fashion and the importance of the nutrients is there this maintains the healthy hormonal balance ultimately they relieve the premenstrual syndrome many women do come to us with lot of symptoms in a premenstrual phase when they're about to get their menstruation they get lot of symptoms the bloating of the body the mood disturbances etc so vitamins especially the p6 vitamin has an important role here it is definitely necessary for the glowing skin or reduce the skin wrinkles maintain the health of the skin hair and nail it is effective in nostalgia that is a pain in the breast which usually happens as one of the predominant symptoms of a premenstrual syndrome of course it boosts the immune system that is what i told in my previous slide that the chronic inflammatory diseases do flare up in the absence of these nutrients. They reduce the oxidative stress. What is oxidative stress? I'm going to tell in my slides when they come in future. And they improve the antioxidant defense. The antioxidant defense is the good thing for the body. That is, it reduces the inflammation. It reduces the infection. It is the immune system, the immune booster of the body. Whereas the oxidative stress or the what we call as ROS, reactive oxidative species are the ones which are not good for the body because 
they are uh, what you call as poisonous to the cells. So it reduces the oxidative stress and it improves the antioxidant defense. So it makes everything good for our body. It improves the metabolism, reduces vulnerability to infection, of course repeated, minimizes the chances of flare-up of chronic conditions and the genetic disorders. Now, this is an important and beautiful slide I thought I should incorporate in my presentation. This slide is the one which says that over the years, you can see a red line and a blue line. Blue line says age more than 60 years, whereas the red one says the people, the statistics, the volume of people more than 80 years. Over the years, say the horizontal bar, the x-axis says that over the year, that is after the year 2000, the number of people, you can see the graph that the number of the statistics says that the volume of the people who are more than age 60 and 80 has increased, especially to see the magnitude of people who are aged more than 60 years. Why I have put this slide is because the nutrients and micronutrients are definitely required for all the people, but all the more for these people who have crossed 60 and 80. Since the magnitude or the, uh, what do you call, the quantum of these people has increased over the age now for the past 10 to 15 years, these are the people who are the ones who suffer from the diseases, disabilities, the inflammations or the malignancies. Malignancies means cancer. These are the ones who suffer from these problems much more compared to the younger age. So the micronutrients and the nutrients are all the more important, all the more necessary in this group of people. By the chance, since I'm concentrating only on women, Dr. Rajendra Kumar will speak on the importance of the nutrients for men. I will speak for the woman. By the time a woman is in her 50s, she probably cannot escape the fact that she is getting older. It creeps into her mind and that is not good. Even if she does not want, it keeps coming on and off. Even if all the right steps to stay healthy have been taken, she was careful about her diet, she was careful about her exercise and of course she was careful about her uh, weight. In spite of that, the aging process creeps into the body and mind once she crosses 50. For many people, the years between 50 to 59 bring a number of changes, success, achievements, accolades, challenges, family problems. So many keeps keep coming. Common problems that are faced after 50 years of the age are the menopause, the osteopenia means the weakening of the bones. The bones do lose their strength uh, as they were not as they were before they are not as they were before where the bones become uh, weak the calcium inside the bone is reduced uh, the bone gets resorbed and chances of fractures are more because of that the cardiac problems the heart problems are more chances of coronary artery disease atherosclerosis high blood pressure the mood swings of course the vision also becomes weak the retinal sensitivity reduces maybe uh, that is one problem or the cataract is another one that creeps in the skin problems like the adult acne, sun damage, age spots, wrinkles, dry skin and whatnot. Thyroid problems can emerge. The cognitive disorders, in the sense the perception disorders, not able to perceive as she's not as sharp as she was before 50 mentally and physically. Now this is a slide 
I have briefed about this part in my uh, previous slide. Here, what I want to highlight is this is a seesaw between the antioxidants and free radicals. If the antioxidants are more in our body, maybe because we have taken the nutrient nutrients and nutritional supplements, antioxidants have become are in a good quantity in our body the free radicals come down free radicals are not the good ones for the body as i've already told these are the damaging ones these are the ones they are not good for the cells these are the ones that cause a dna damage these are the ones which are carcinogenic or the ones which produce the cancer because the chromatin or the dna structure in the cells goes goes haywire so because of this the accumulation of the free radicals causes lot of problems and hastens the aging process in the body. So we do not want this free radical or the ROS, reactive oxidative species. The antioxidant neutralizes or kills the free radicals. So the nutrients do contain or they are rich in antioxidant. So the oxidative damage causes the tissue injury on one arm and the inflammation on the other arm. So the imbalance between the production of the free radicals and body's ability to neutralize. This neutralization is very important. Once the free radicals are neutralized, the body becomes healthier. Now, why I'm emphasizing on free radicals again and again? Because this causes impact, the negative impact on many target organs of the body. See, this slide says it causes problem in the brain, it is not good for the heart, it damages the kidney. So each organ is ultimately targeted once the free radicals or the ROS gets accumulated in the body. The lung, it causes asthma, chronic pulmonary diseases, allergy, chronic bronchitis, and chances of cancer is much more in any organ of the body. So this slide highlights in one slide, I have put all the things together as a summary. So why do we need the micronutrients? Postmenopausal stress, anxiety, depression, that is the mood swings, of course, the skin problems as a nutrient supplement for the general well-being itself. Even if you are fine, you don't have the mood swings, you do, you do not have the skin problems, you, you are perfectly okay with coronary vascular diseases, you, are run, you run 10 kilometers a day, everything is fine. But in spite of that, we do need a nutritional supplement because... We have to have the uh, proper maintenance of our body. For the wear and tear of the body, we do need these nutritional supplements. It's, if not for anything, it's just for the general well-being we do need. Because our nutrition is not sufficient in all the ways. Especially uh, the present-day farming. Thanks to the present-day farming where our soil is not rich in the enough nutrients unlike the decades back it is all a lot of uh, the uh, what do you call the soil is full of uh, contamination it is depleted because uh, the uh, it is a lot of chemicals are added to the soil and even the uh, meat eaters do get all 
lot of fortification in the meat uh, with lot of chemicals and even the milk from the cow uh, to get a better yield lot of hormones are added uh, so ultimately i feel our present day nutrient is uh, with lot of contamination and ultimately it is not uh, a healthy supplement what we are getting so to get this uh, to bridge the gap between what we are today in the sense what we are consuming and what we are supposed to take ideally in between to bridge the gap we do need this nutritional supplements this is what i feel now what are those why i am telling about this vitamins minerals nutrients etc what are these key factors vitamin b complex what are the role of these vitamins and the nutrients vitamin b complex regulates the cholesterol levels hormone production and it helps to maintain the homocysteine level what is this homocysteine homocysteine is a key element in the body we are not happy with this element because we have to maintain the homocysteine level at a very very low level hyperhomocysteinemia is a condition where the level of the homocysteine in the body is increased it is a very detrimental state for the body a lot of problems do happen in women the aging process is increased the women of the marriage age group or those who are in the fertile age group can get converted to infertility status or the chances of coronary artery disease or what we call as a heart attack myocardial ischemia is much much more when there is a hyperhomocysteinemic state many of uh, people you would have heard youngster uh, who was very uh, healthy a fitness freak suddenly died because of a uh, coronary artery disease maybe because of hyperhomocysteine level because it is the neglected part and and many uh, doctors do not check the homocysteine level in the body so what i want to say is the homocysteine level has to be kept under check it has to be at a very very low level now the folic acid is another one which is an antagonist of homocysteine the folic acid the more folic acid is in the body either by your diet or by your supplement intake it checks the homocysteine level it keeps homocysteine level at bay it helps to prevent the clogged arteries by keeping down the levels homocysteine this is what uh, another journal says biotin another important vital vitamin it regulates the blood glucose level and the insulin and it is recommended to reduce the triglyceride levels all of us know that the blood glucose level has to be very much under control because hyper glycemic state is not good for the body that is toxic to all kinds of cells in the body what does vitamin do vitamin d do sorry vitamin d is an emerging regulator of uterine leiomyoma what i want to say is a journal caspian journal of internal medicine says that the growths that is the benign growths in the uterus may be because of deficiency in vitamin d what you would have heard of what is called as a fibroid in the uterus very very common problem about 30 to 40% of women in the reproductive age group 
do show or do suffer from the problems related to the uterine fibroids. It is said that vitamin D is one important factor which keeps these uterine leomyoma or the uterine fibroids under check. Vitamin D supplementation would have the potentiality to become a regular, simple and economic means to prevent this fibroid development. Zinc is another important one that boosts the immune system as all of us know. Zinc is important for fertility. Zinc is important to maintain the immune system. It is a very important uh, element, micronutrient rather, which reduces the depression, irritability and tiredness because it acts on the neurons and the neurotransmitters of the brain. Vitamin B6 and magnesium, of course, they are very, very important and they reduce the premenstrual symptoms as I have already told. What are these antioxidants? These antioxidants control the auto-oxidation. This auto-oxidation happens in the cells that is not good for the cell and damages the cells. So these are the antioxidants which prevent or which keep the auto-oxidation under check by interrupting the propagation or by inhibiting the formation of free radicals. I have been telling throughout that these free radicals are not good. They are the ones which damage the cells and they are detrimental to the ultimately for the health of the cell. And the antioxidants thus reduce the oxidative stress, they improve the immune function and increase the healthy longevity. I am sorry that certain facts do appear repeatedly. I may be repeating but I want to quote and give respect to these journals because they have done intense studies and I'm quoting from these journals so some points uh, do repeat. I'm sorry for that. Vitamin A and beta carotene are essential for the normal growth and development of course the immune function and all of us know that these colored fruits and colored uh, vegetables what we eat are very important uh, to improve the vision because they are rich in vitamin A and beta-carotene. Beta-carotene plays a role in reducing the risk of heart attacks. Vitamin C is very, very important, present in great amounts, in abundance in citrus fruits that is used for improving the endometrial thickness, that is the inner wall of the uterus, to maintain the health of the endometrium. It is required for the synthesis of collagen, collagen present in all parts of the body, especially for the joints to prevent the osteoarthritis or uh, reduce the rate of progression of this osteoarthritis vitamin C is very very important for the synthesis of steroids and peptide hormones it is important it protects the tissues from oxidative damage again the deficiency is linked to the heart disease and mild cognitive impairment also selenium another one this is incorporated into proteins to make the selenoprotein so it's an important and antioxidant enzyme selenoproteins prevent the cellular damage again selenoproteins regulate the thyroid function many of the many of us our patients especially the women thyroid problem is very very rampant very common it is unfortunately or fortunately it is totally asymptomatic until and unless it is uh, in a, a bigger uh, magnitude and until and unless the patient has the TSH to a greater extent she is totally asymptomatic she does not know that she is suffering from the thyroid problem and there will be a lot of uh, uh, symptoms which cannot be attributed to any particular problem uh, she'll be suffering from loss of sleep 
or hair loss or putting on weight skin has lost luster so many things but uh, nobody would have checked her thyroid function the uh, hormone tsh and it may be because of again the deficiency of these nutrients improvement of the quality of life and eye involvement as well as delayed progression of ocular disorders and immune systems are attributable to the selenoproteins bioflavonoids the isoflavones or the bioflavonoids sorry are very very important to boost the immune system especially in the post menopausal age group the woman has crossed 50 has lot of symptoms maybe because of this absence of this bioflavonoids dietary flavonoids they are available in soya soya bean is a rich source of bioflavonoids dietary bioflavonoids are as they are used as cancer chemo preventive agents they have a promising effect in preventing the post menopausal bone loss in women uh, bone loss is very uh, much known in the post menopausal women especially the maximum steep fall is the early menopause in the sense uh, uh, the indian average is around 53 to 55 years the woman achieves menopause so it is from say 53 to 60 the early part of the menopause as soon as she has reached menopause unfortunately the bone resorption is a, is at its maximum so the bioflavonoids counteract this problem it improved cardiovascular outcomes and improval of the immune function is known with supplementation of these bioflavonoids they also protect the bio blood capillaries and maintain the health of the blood capillaries and the blood vessels are maintained as a young girl the vitamin e is an antioxidant which plays a role in lowering the cholesterol and it acts as an anti cancer agent probably all of us all of you do know therapeutic potential of the antioxidant compounds as a coadjuvant treatment to conventional antidepressants should be considered according to a journal which talks about the cns drugs that is the central nervous system drugs vitamin d plays an important role in bone metabolism it is not only in women of post menopausal or uh, the woman who has crossed 40 even in a, a toddler even in a newborn vitamin d has to be in the body in enough quantity otherwise they get the what uh, all of you have heard called as rickets where the bones are uh, not healthy the height of that uh, child reduces there is a resorption of the bone and bones are weak it causes the modulation of the innate and the adaptive immune function so ultimately all these vitamins and the micronutrients boost our immune system say in the present era of corona the immunity has to be improved the person who has a good immunity even if becomes corona positive survives this battle why because her, her or his immunity is in a good fashion the person whether irrespective of the age young youngster or a person who has crossed 70 suppose the immune system is not in a proper fashion fashion the immunity is weak he cannot conquer the corona uh, this is in the present corona era but even otherwise for to conquer or uh, uh, battle against any of the infection the key word is boost your immunity so vitamin d is called cardioprotective also and it enhances the insulin sensitivity what does it mean enhances insulin sensitivity means 
chances of getting diabetes is much less means it controls the blood sugar and keeps blood sugar under check the blood the sugar in the blood should not be high of course there are values it is out of the purview of this topic but this insulin sensitivity improves means insulin keeps the blood sugar under check iron another important thing requirement for the iron for women especially because they lose blood during the menstrual period every month so the requirement for the iron for women change after menopause because because they go into a state of what is called as amenorrhea or stop menstruation the need for iron to replace the menstrual losses ceases this is what i was telling and tissue stores are generally adequate if dietary intake is it is at acceptable levels if she takes care of her diet with a good amount of green green vegetables fruits and a uh, lot of fiber in her diet the iron will be maintained and extra dietary sub, extra supplement as a drug is not necessary in the post menopausal state in many of them needs for iron in older women revert to the same levels as those for adult males that is the need per day it is a 10 mg in a woman who is pre menopausal who is menstruating every month it goes up to 30 mg per day micronutrients help in lowering the homocysteine level which i have already told i don't want to repeat vitamin d and b complex maintains the bone mineral density of course and reduces the risk of fractures especially in the context of postmenopausal women you would have seen many women walking down the stairs or walking in the ramp not holding the uh, some support and they fallen and a trivial fall would have given rise to a hip fracture or the spine fracture that's a vertebral fracture etc that is because of vitamin d deficiency because the calcium is reduced in the bone and bone has got resorbed alpha lipoic acid maintains the cognitive functioning very very important for the cognitive functioning memory uh, etc vitamin a e lutein esters enhance the retinal sensitivity we have to have a good retinal uh, sensitivity and cognition that is very important in patients with age related macular degeneration macular degeneration reduces the vision and vitamin a e and lutein esters are very important to prevent or counter that problem bioflavonoids provide antiviral anti inflammatory and anti allergy properties also that is very very important say in patients who have bronchitis or respiratory allergy selenium is incorporated into proteins to make selenoproteins important antioxidant selenoproteins also help to regulate the thyroid function already told and play a vital role in immune system major depression has been associated with lesser concentration of endogenous antioxidant compounds already i have repeated probably and it is with an impairment of total antioxidant status the problem is much more vitamin e has shown some effectiveness in relieving hot flushes in postmenopausal women okay coming on to this the postmenopausal women especially in the beginning of the menopause she has just entered into menopause as i said age of 50 to 60 they do complain of hot flushes many of them do complain it's an important and a prominent symptom and they are very much disturbed because of this 
they keep complaining because it disturbs their day-to-day activities suddenly there is a flush of as though she is sitting in front of the oven then suddenly it becomes so cold she switches on the fan then it becomes so cold that she wants to switch off the fan so there is a, a lot of she feels lot of changes in this swinging temperature this is what she feels one time it is a real hot flush uh, unbearable hot flush and suddenly it becomes very very cold that is very disturbing isn't it the role of vitamin c is that of an antioxidant as a metabolic reducing agent it is needed for collagen production which is essential to make new tissue we want the regeneration coming up of the new tissues because there is a degeneration or disintegration of the old tissue if we fall the wound should get healed healed if we fall the blood that flows from the wound should stop and there should be a regeneration of the new tissue as the old tissue gets degraded and degenerated from the body so it is important for the maintenance of the development of the new tissues and also very important for the vascular integrity that is the health of the blood vessels coming to the fats and fatty acids there are two important groups saturated and unsaturated unsaturated fatty acids are the healthier ones and they are the ones which should be in abundance in our body out of that again there are two groups as i have shown here the polyunsaturated what we call as a pufa polyunsaturated fatty acid these are the ones which are very divine or very important for us and one anyone has to have rich quantity of pufa in our body among pufa we have omega 3 and omega 6 vegetarians can bank on corn oil or sunflower oil even flax seed nowadays everybody speaks of flax seed that is very very important flax seed can be used in any form you can uh, roast the flax seed uh, and put it in mixi make powder and add it to your, the uh, dough you make in chapati so that way the flax seed can be consumed soybean is very good walnut and rapeseed oils the omega 9 fatty acids also okay better than saturated fats coming to the essential fatty acids efa has shown its therapeutic potential for premenstrual symptoms nostalgia hot flushes gestational diabetes that is a diabetes that comes in pregnancy after 24 weeks or 6 months of pregnancy and also important to ripen the cervix that is the path where the baby comes the efa has shown the uh, beneficial effect on dysmenorrhea that is a painful menstruation and pms it has to relieve pms according to one more journal on reproductive health first and second line of treatment of cyclic and non cyclic myalgia of course and nostalgia gamma linoleic acid helps in improving the it's an immune booster atopic dermatitis and psoriasis are the skin disorders which do need efa and star flower oil oxidative stress and inflammation are the causative factors in atopic dermatitis there is inflammation of the skin it is these two are the skin disorders so the antioxidants along with gamma linoleic acid and vitamin d reduce the oxidative stress and they put the atopic dermatitis and psoriasis under control endometriosis is the disorder of the uterus ovaries it is the disorder of the pelvic organs women with endometriosis have increased oxidative stress there is inflammation and in and around the uterus in and around the ovaries in the pouch of douglas and 
and peritoneal cavity. So all this inflammation is taken taken care of by this antioxidant because it takes care of all the chronic pelvic inflammatory disorders. This is again about uh, use of gamma linoleic acid, vitamin B6, magnesium, etc. So what these things do in case of premenstrual syndrome? Mastalgia, mastalgia is women who get pain in the breast. Most of the times it is before the uh, menstruation. So according to textbook of Martindale and therapeutic drugs, also the NHS uh, breast screening programs of UK guidelines, it is recommended. That is the use of EFA, especially the gamma linoleic acid is very helpful in putting mastalgia under control. Coming to one more point here, this is OC means the oral contraceptives. These are the family planning drugs. When the woman takes these OCs, that is oral contraceptives for many months or years together, some people do need it for years together, the nutritional deficiency is known because of chronic consumption of oral contraceptives. In these women, again, the use of antioxidants is helpful in ameliorating the symptoms or the consequences which are secondary to the OC use. Coming to the green tea extracts, it contains the polyphenolic compounds and also known as epicatechins, which are antioxidants. So green tea extract is rich in antioxidants and it is helpful in controlling the cancer, especially the breast cancer. Now, it is a potent antioxidant. That is what I was telling. The epicatechin is a potent antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, anti-carcinogenic, and of course it boosts the immunity, the blood vessels, the cardia and the blood vessels are maintained healthy. So the consequences of the problems of the cardiovascular problems like the myocardial infarction or the problems of damage of blood vessels in the brain resulting in stroke or are all are reduced if one consumes green tea extract. Alpha lipoic acid has anti-aging and skin protective effects. Alpha lipoic acid also improves the insulin resistance and controls the diabetes. Thus, ALA might be useful agent in the management of chemo prevention, especially the obesity-related cancers like uterine cancer, the breast cancer. Alpha lipoic acid is used for age-associated cardiovascular, cognitive, neuromuscular deficits and whatnot because they mainly maintain the endothelium. The endothelium is the one that is the innermost layer of the blood vessel. It means the maintains the health of the blood vessels. So it uh, because of it reduces the oxidative stress and thus the blood vessels are healthy be it heart or the brain. ALA is essential cofactor of mitochondrial multi-enzyme complex. We know this mitochondria is the energy storehouse of each cell. So it is important cofactor of the mitochondria. It boosts the mitochondrial uh, working efficiency. It plays an important role in energy metabolism, therefore. ALA is pleiotropic compound with the potential therapeutic use in diabetes. Again, I'm repeating, alpha-lipoic acid has anti-aging and skin protective effects because of all these uh, positive effects. Lutein esters, carotenoids, especially the beta-carotene in the serum was associated with reduced level of depression symptoms. It is strongly implicated as being protective against age-related macular
macular degeneration macular degeneration causes the diminution of vision so it helps to that is what i was telling the beta carotene and vitamin a are very important to maintain good vision and also it reduces the incidence of cataract lutein esters enhance the retinal sensitivity in patients with age related amd l carnitine another important nutrient uh, probably neglected one uh, it might it improves not might uh, it improves the weight loss it hastens the weight loss it controls the glycemic status it improves the muscle function it improves the contractility of muscles the uh, person with dilated cardiomyopathy myopathy where the heart ejection fraction is reduced to reduce 20% 30% do need l carnitine because the heart pumps better because the myometrial contractility or the heart muscle contractile capacity is increased because of l carnitine replacement oral l carnitine is capable of reversing hyperthyroid symptoms thyroid function has increased that is also no, not good like hypothyroidism hyperthyroidism also is not good so the oral l carnitine keeps the tsh under check l carnitine is efficacious in improving the depression symptoms and it improves the quality of life in cases where patients are very much incapacitated because of muscle pain phosphatidylcholine is another important biological important component to maintain the biological membrane each cell has a membrane and the health of these membranes is maintained by phosphatidylcholine it helps in slowing down the aging process because it maintains the cell membrane it improves the brain function and memory capacity isoflavones already told probably it is rich in phytoestrogens and it's a plant derived compound with estrogenic activity it replaces the estrogen in a very physiological and biological way it is not considered as a drug it is considered more as a food supplement and it has to be used in women who are menopausal perimenopausal or postmenopausal as i have already told the soya beans and soya products are the richest source of isoflavones so thus as a estrogen replacement replacing compound it maintains the cardiovascular state it prevents the osteoporosis of the bone loss and it keeps the hormone dependent cancers under check and also it reduces the loss of cognitive function so isoflavones inhibit the tyrosine kinases and other enzymes that are involved in tumor growth so that keeps the tumor growth also under check as all of us know that cancers any cancer especially the breast the endometrial or the ovarian cancers that is the female related cancers are much more the incidence is more in the postmenopausal women so the use of isoflavonoids reduces the chance of breast cancer it inhibits the angiogenesis that is the unnecessary multiplication of unwanted blood vessels it stimulates the sex hormone binding globulin production and decreases the level of free and active hormone that is in the blood that is very necessary it any hormone is better if it is attached to the shbg it protects the dna from damage as i was telling that dna's uh, dna structure goes haywire when there is damage in dna and so isoflavonoids help to maintain the health of dna this slides are repeated but i just wanted to tell that so much of work has gone behind this and so many of the journals have done so much of research and 
has shown us the fact and the consolidated fact that isoflavones risk uh, reduce the risk of breast cancer. This slide also depicts the same. So the conclusion is soy isoflavones consumption reduces the risk of cancer recurrence in women receiving tamoxifen therapy. Those women who are already taking, those who are already a case of breast cancer, already taking treatment like tamoxifen therapy are also supposed to use soy isoflavones. So dietary intake of soy isoflavones was associated with lower risk of recurrence among postmenopausal patients with breast cancer. Cancer. The recurrence also of, of the breast cancer reduced because they took soy isoflavones. Now, this is homocysteine I had touched upon in my previous slide. High homocysteine level, which is not good for the body, which is damaging and detrimental to the body, the high homocysteine levels were associated with the higher bone turnover. That is, resorption of the bone was more in these people. There is a poor physical performance in them and lower bone mineral density. There was no clear association to fracture risk though. The increased mortality among women, not only women, anybody rather, with high its, uh, homocysteine levels indicates that a high homocysteine level may be a marker of frailty. Myoinositol, one more compound, it acts as an insulin sensitizing agent to promote the proper utilization of insulin. Myoinositol is closely related to <clears throat> blood insulin levels. It counters the blood glucose level. It reduces the blood glucose level, increases the insulin sensitization. It supports the proper hormone balance, ovarian function in women with PCOS, that is polycystic ovarian syndrome. You ask any girl in this present Jamana, they say I have PCOS. So it, it keeps the quality of egg. It checks the quality of egg. It maintains the egg quality, I mean. The menstrual cycle regularity is also uh, maintained once the woman is on myoinositol. Many women of PCOS uh, do need the, their interest is fertility, but many women do need only the regular regularization of their menstrual cycle. They are not interested in fertility, either a young adolescent girl or the one woman who has finished her family. So either of the groups, they do need myoinositol because it reduces, it maintains the menstrual cycle regularity as well as it keeps the PCOS under check and thus maintains the fertility and boosts the fertility. The ovary, the eggs that are coming out of the ovary become much healthier once the myoinositol is supplemented. Myoinositol and nicotinamide help in lowering the serum LDL level, the bad cholesterol, thereby preventing the coronary vascular complications. Hair growth, uh, many girls do come with a lot of hair issues. They have a lot of complaints, either hair fall or they, uh, the, there is a breakage of hair, the color and the luster of the hair is gone, so many complaints. So again, the nutrients, the micronutrients, the minerals and vitamins, amino acids, which I mentioned all this while, have a vital role, a supporting role, a positive role in hair growth. 
because the what happens is the collagen disappears with age causing the hair follicle stem cells there's something called stem cells in the hair follicle and that gets damaged over the age the collagen gets dis, uh, disintegrated and gets depleted because of that the root of the hair gets weaker the once the collagen is gone the hair root is weak definitely the hair fall is more so the woman loses the collagen faster than men also the body's ability to produce the collagen decreases after a certain mid age so again the nutritional supplement counteract this problem so where do, where do we know need hair growth as i have already told sometimes maybe nutritional hair loss she might have had a, a bigger health issue or come out of a chronic illness or might have received chemotherapy in the recent past might have had a very morbid state all this case the hair fall is in a very uh, fast pace so these women do lose hair to a very great extent and very fast so these people and sometimes post pregnancy hair fall sometimes around menopause or or even the premature graying of hair can be counteracted by the use of these nutrients coming to the last one or two slides of my presentation what i would like to say is is just a summary rather why do we need an ideal supplement because they are the rich source of micronutrients which our body definitely needs they offer excellent result in the treatment of premenstrual syndrome and stress related symptoms the specific nutrients help in correcting the root cause of pms the the body should they contain lot of multivitamins which the body does need the patient compliance is better our performance is better either in the house or outside uh, as a professionals our performance will be much better uh, we don't complain of fatigue and weakness all the time we don't get tired uh, when we do exercise uh, a lot of nutrients are required because that takes and drains our energy it keeps it keeps us physically active and mentally alert ultimately the health and vitality and the whole day stamina is maintained so again it reduces the age related risk this is just a summary of all what i have told that bone strength muscle strength is maintained the hair fall is reduced cardiovascular diseases are reduced cognitive impairment is reduced our memory is better and the very very important because the incidence of cancer has big has grown by leaps and bounds nowadays so nutrients the bioflavonoids the vitamin a and e all help us to reduce the risk of cancer because it is proven that they have anti aging properties thank you all for your patient listening i know that i have taken lot of your time now i hand over to dr rajendra kumar for his presentation thank you for the patient listening the participants thank you ma'am for sharing such important message to all our listeners I'm sure it has brought a deep insight to them. Dear listeners, if you want to share your views and feedback on this program, you can contact us on 22355490 or mail us at radioactivecr90.4mhz@gmail.com. If you have missed the show or want to hear it over again, you can hear it on www.soundcloud.com. If you want to listen to all our programs, you can download the Radioactive app. Keep listening to Radioactive 90.4 MHz 
Bangalore's first community radio station. Get active. This is me, Arjya Purva, signing out. Youth support. Youth strength. Youth involvement. Only on Radio Active 90.4 MHz. Get active. Get active. Get active. Get active.